Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Gritting her teeth, you can see the pain on her face. It's etched there now, but the Kiwi who's missed out on Olympic medals in the last two campaigns. Surely this is when she's going to be the Olympic champion for New Zealand. Just about 15 strokes to go as Prakatsen closes, but it's too little too late from the sculler from the Russian Olympic Committee. Emma Twig, Imperius out in front, Victoria Thornley closing on Lobnik. It's going to be Emma Twig here coming up to the line after those pair of fourth place finishes. The fabulous Fern from New Zealand wins the gold. Emma Twig, all the expectation was swirling around the Kiwi. Oh, she withstood the pressure. She had the legs, she had the stamina for the gold. But now, top of the world. Yeah, and it's a sign to all aspiring athletes, whether you're male or female, never give up. Never, ever give up. Fourth Olympics, Emma Twig finally wins gold in the single skulls at Tokyo 2020. Yes, it was 2021, but they had to keep it Tokyo 2020 because they printed off so much stuff for marketing. That's why, if simply, it was called Tokyo 2020. But uh, this week, uh, she joined the New Zealand Olympic Committee's Athletics Commission, and Emma joins us right now. Uh, listening to that, Emma, uh, you still get butterflies in the tummy? Yeah, I definitely got a few shivers up there. <laughs> fine listening to that. It's quite cool to, to listen to every now and then. You know, we, when you think about it, Emma, it seems like yesterday because, you know, we life moves on. You do your MIQ and everything happens. But when you, I, I remember asking you the question uh, for Sky Television about touching the, the ring around your neck, which was, your, I think, your wedding ring with Shah, right? Yeah, yeah. It does, it does seem like just yesterday that... Um, that all is happening, especially with the lockdowns that we've had since. But yeah, it's a funny old world. It is a crazy old world, and and I know you're based in Cambridge, and you're in the Waikato, so you're stuck like us in Auckland in level three. So you know how it's you know how it feels to be sort of locked up again. Let's talk about the Athletes Commission. Actually, no, let's stop. Let's talk about going forward. Lisa Carrington has announced she's going to Paris 2024. Emma Twig, yes or no? Uh, yeah, I've committed to another year with Rowing New Zealand, so I'm pretty excited about that and just taking it year by year and making sure that the enjoyment's still there and is <laughs> the moment, so why not? I love that one. I've committed to another year and I'll ignore the fact that you mentioned Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah do, pretty much. Do you you have t- <laughs> Are you single or do you want to go into a different crew? Um, I think I'd like to hop back in the single and just enjoy um, all of these regattas, these fun regattas that we get to do in the post-Olympic year and again just see how it all goes and how it all feels and I'm definitely 
not solely focused on the single skull. And if there's opportunities in other boats, I'd, I'd certainly put my hand, hand up for those too. What's it What's it like, sort of being back home? You know, I know it's been a little while, but you know, finally seeing your wife and just getting back to a rhythm. What? How hard was it? Because we talk a lot about the come down, the letdown, and I know it's big for a lot of Olympic athletes. Because it was your fourth, was it easier to do, or did the MIK MIQ make it a little more challenging? Yeah, I think the experiences of my past games definitely helped and prepared me for, for the little lull that you experience after a game. Um, lockdown actually was quite nice because I got to spend some time with Shara and just relax. Uh, but yeah, now it's definitely one of those things I think the whole of the country is just looking forward to some kind of normality and a bit of routine and freedom. So fingers crossed that we kind of get on top of things. Let's talk about going on to the, being elected, might I say, congratulations, onto the NZOC Athletes Commission. What do you see your function there as? Uh, I guess we're just uh, the, the voice of all other athletes, really, uh, an extension of um, everyone that I kind of train alongside in, in Cambridge um, and just really champion, championing the causes that um, athletes feel um, we need to talk about with our administrators and, and the board and, yeah, just the voice of the athletes, really. I know mental health is hugely important to you. It's it's become probably one of the preeminent concerns in the world of sport, not just professional sport, particularly after we lost the beautiful Olivia Podmore. Will you be pushing hard and the administrators hard to take athlete welfare into greater context? Yeah, definitely. I think um, athlete wellbeing is, is, should always be the focus of, of what our NSOs do um, and I think the NZOC have actually uh, Athletes Commission have led the way in pushing some of those issues so I'm really excited to join those people and those voices and yeah just to to continue um, making sure that we're never in a situation like um, we have been recently where we've we've lost a a beautiful person um, Mm. because of you know her her thoughts and feelings um, around sport. Uh, you yourself, have you ever struggled mentally in the early days by being a an athlete that is ba- and basically an amateur, but basically living day to day as a professional would? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had lows in my careers and frustrations um, around you know some of the some of the decisions that have been made for me within within our organisation, and uh, I guess it's my mission to make sure that that the athletes. Um, health and well-being and, and that's the focus and the, the centre of how our administrators work so um, making sure that there aren't athletes out there that are, that are struggling and, and kind of banging their head against the brick wall and, and that there's some really clear and transparent decision making going on. Well the key surely to all of this Emma is that they are willing to listen that you have I hate this word it's my I hate this word there are processes in place where an athlete can actually pick up a phone and say hey I'm in trouble I need help. Yeah, and I think actually we've we've made great strides in that area. We are we are really well supported, um, and we need to continue that and make sure that athletes actually know where you can go and and it maybe even create an even bigger network outside just your individual sport um, and make the most of you know a wider network of athletes. Well, the other uh, the and yeah, hopefully. Sorry, sorry, Karen, sorry, no, my bad. You go. No, I was, I was just saying. Hopefully, the the athletes commission can be part of that. The other part of this is inclusion, right? So you're openly gay, you and 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 I just wonder when you when you came out and said, okay, this is this is who I am, and we we talk about the LGBTQ community. How important is it for the community to actually feel accepted? Yeah, I think it's it, any community wants to be accepted, right? It's not necessarily just um, you know based on sexuality. It's yep. culturally, it's um, 
across the board. So um, it's another another thing that we can do as athletes is you know show the diversity of um, people in different sports and give role models to young kids and and hopefully um, make everyone feel included. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to harp on about it, but was was there always a fear coming out? Um. Not really. I feel I feel very lucky to have. Um, obviously, it's a process that you go through yourself mm. internally, and and everyone goes through that journey in a very different way. But um, I feel very lucky that I've been very well supported, friends, family, and, and my sexuality has never really been a, a topic of conversation, especially in the sporting world. Um, but that's not the same for everybody, uh, and we need to make sure that there are safe spaces and and places where people potentially can speak to people and and feel comfortable, um, especially in sport. Yeah, I'm keen to understand because I I get the feeling, and I've had many discussions with my my young kids, well, they're teenage kids, I'm beginning to think that New Zealand could be one of the most liberal countries in the world when it comes to inclusion. Do you get that feeling having travelled overseas? Um, I definitely think that we we are at the forefront. I think um, there's certainly countries around the world where it's far harder to be who you are than, than in New Zealand. Um, I think there's obviously always still room to move and it's one of those things you need to keep talking until you don't have to talk anymore. Um, but yeah, for sure, I've been extremely well supported and I feel very lucky within, within rowing as well. It's just not really a, um, a topic of conversation. Yeah, just normalise and just get on with life because we're, we're we're all just humans. We just uh, we, we we live differently. Hey, where do you, hey, is the gold medal in the sock at the moment, or is it on the uh, on the bench top in the little holder? Uh, we have a nice little case for it where it's sitting <laughs> at the moment, but I love to put it in the sock to take it to school because people don't really expect that you're going to pull a pull a gold medal out of a sock. It's a, a we tricked that Bondi uh, put me onto, so it's been a, a winner. Tell me, uh, I've always, I I hate the word role model. So I, I prefer the word hero. And I know people like yourself and the rowers, rowers don't like to talk about themselves a lot, but would you consider yourself a hero to young rowers that want to be and to aspire like to be like you? Uh, I don't think anyone loves calling themselves a hero, but um, if a young, a young aspiring rower sees me as that, then I think that that's, that's pretty cool. And, and it's you know one of the, the reasons why we train so hard is to try and help to kind of inspire that next generation and there were people that, that were those heroes to me. The Everswindale twins were 100% my heroes when I was young so yeah, it's pretty cool to potentially be that person to someone else. Okay, so let's agree to lose the, the title role model and just talk heroes from now on, eh? What do you reckon? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I won't be calling myself a hero. <laughs> no, I don't want you going out looking at me, I'm a hero. I'm just saying I like the, I like the title hero. Hey, uh, are you training inside or are you allowed on the water? Uh, no, we're not on the water in, in um, level three. So actually, this is a nice time of year to be doing other things anyway. So keeping up the cross training and, and getting outside and doing different things. All right, Emma, real real pleasure as always to talk to you. Go well, say hi to Shah, and uh, well, get back in the boat as soon as you can, mate. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Gold medalist Emma Twig, live from Cambridge. Uh, Shah, we're talking about is her wife, Shah, who works for Northern Districts Cricket.